0: Dude, do you like that blanket? Mm-hmm. Like, you're using it as a pillow, I noticed. Yeah. Peyton took a five-and-a-half-hour nap today. This kid is healing. You are healed. With the power of nap, healed. <laughs> I, I pushed her forehead like I was a her. How long
1: did you nap?
0: Well, I think I napped for like, I know, <gasps> a nab. Oh. Um, I napped for about 45 minutes because the puppy took a dookie on the carpet and then I like woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep and...
1: You snort it?
0: No, actually I didn't, but I kept... Didn't you hear me kept yelling at Oreo and Max saying like... Nope. Stop it, because they were playing and they were being super annoying. Anyways.
1: I'm being super...
0: Mm-hmm, you were out. Alright, this is it. The last part of was, Ivy and Bean Take the Case. I'm Oop, surprised ten.
1: because I kept moving around because yeah. I couldn't get in a comfortable position. In the most uncomfortable position, I fell asleep in.
0: I think that you didn't move around as much as you think. I think that you got comfortable pretty soon. Mm Dude, you guys should take naps. Ask Peyton. does it feel so yes. good.
1: I know it might be babies, but... My mom says, I do. It. It's actually nice.
0: Dude, it's actually nice. I did it
1: yesterday and I slept for three and a half hours and I slept for five and a half hours today.
0: You slept for like some people's whole night. You know, there's some nights where I sleep five hours because I'm getting work done?
1: Like, kind of like how Kayla sleeps. <laughs> That's how I slept. What do you mean? Like, how Kayla sleeps? I have some, like, sometimes. Kayla sleeps for five hours because she has to go to work.
0: Oh, yeah. Because she, she has to get up super early.
1: Yeah. Crazy. Dude,
0: Why? wild. Okay. Ready? Yep. Chapter, the big nab. Not nap. Nab. That was close, though. I'm as quiet as I can. Yeah, good job. The next morning, Bean began to do the regular things: Yawn, splash, stumble, and then she remembered the rope. Quickly, she zipped out onto her front porch to take a look. The mysterious rope tire had again, had come again. The yellow rope stretched like a bright snake beyond Ivy Stairs and up Mr. Clumby's driveway, wrapped around. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. I can't get through a page without yawning. Wrapped around his garbage can, trailed across the weed collection, and moved on to Ruby and Trevor's house where it wound in and out of their experimental bean plants and finally came to an end at the far edge of their grass. Then she saw it. Bean's heart started to thump. It grew, it was still happening. Pancake court was a place of mystery. Then she remembered Dino's worried face and Sophie S's and Prairie's and Trevor's and Ruby's. So she thought I'm supposed to solve this mystery. And then, how the heck am I supposed to do that? She went back inside. The rest, of, the rest of the regular things, cereal, banana. Where's my backpack? Someone took it. Oh, here it is. Didn't seem regular. You look tired, sweetie, said her mother. Did you get enough sleep? Hardly any, said Bean. That wasn't exactly true, but it was nice when her mom worried about her. She slept, Mom. She was snoring her head off when I went to bed last night, said Nancy. I was up half the night, said Bean. She drooped tiredly. She was about to say that she was so worried that she should stay home from school when suddenly she got an idea she'd been waiting for. The perfect plan, like something else Seven himself might have thought up. She smiled at Nancy. Stop smiling at me, Nancy said grumpily. Sure thing, pal. I wish it would say, like, next chapter, because I feel like it just, I jump into the next scene. You can't see this, but on the page it says, it has, like, stars saying, like, different scene, change of scenery. It's in our yard now, said Ruby. She was chewing her hair. It's in our beans, added Trevor. It's wrapped around Mr. Clumby's garbage can, said Dino. He looked over his shoulder and whispered, do you think it could be a zombie or a werewolf, cried Sophie S., they all looked at Bean with worried faces. She smiled toughly. "'Don't be stooges,' she said. "'Zombies don't carry ropes, and werewolves don't, can't tie knots. They have paws.' And she tried to talk without moving her lips. And you know she would stop worrying. And you know what she would stop worrying about? Because I've got a plan, a good plan, maybe even a great plan. "'What?' said Dino. "'She said she has a plan,' Ivy explained. "'A good plan, maybe even a great plan.' "'Tell it,' said Ruby.' Trevor and Prairie S and, and Sophie S. nodded. Bean looked around at their scared faces. It was her job to make them feel better. Okay, here's my plan. Mr. Whoever tied the rope comes in the night, right? They nodded. So tonight I'm going to get up in the middle of the night and wait for him. When he comes to tie the rope, I'll nab him. What, is, what, is it, what does that mean, nab? asked Trailer. Um, get him, said Bean. Grab him. "'What if he's big and mean?' asked Sophie, worriedly. "'Yikes,' Bean thought. "'What if he is big and mean?' "'I know,' said Ivy. "'Just take a picture of him. "'That way you don't have to get close to him "'and you can take a picture and run back inside "'and lock the door.' "'Good idea,' said Bean. "'I'll take a picture of him.' "'I'll do it with... "'I'd do it with you, except my mom would freak out,' said Trevor. "'Ha,' said Ruby. "'You'd freak.' "'I would not.' Who has three nightlights, said Ruby. I don't have three, Trevor yelled. I do not. After they yelled at each other for a while, Bean interrupted. It's okay. I'll do it myself. Danger makes me laugh. She hoped it would. She hoped it would anyways. Next scene. Guess what I'll. Guess I'll go to bed, said Bean. Yeah? What? Oh.
1: Yeah?
0: Oh, yeah. You want to
1: read? Of course. Sorry.
0: hold on, let me move this here to you. I
1: guess I'll go to bed now, said Bean. What? Her mom looked up from her book. Oh, what? Her mom looked up from her book. It's only eight, remember? I hardly slept last night. Bean, tired, did a tired droop wait no being tired to droop oh right said her mom you want me to come to you in bean opened her mouth wide she hoped it looked like a yawn that's okay i don't want to bother you Mom seemed surprised. Wow, okay. Ninety ninety. Beam went upstairs. The real reason was she didn't want her mother to tuck her in under her pillow. It was a time a sh- timer shaped into a tomato. she didn't know to set a timer you twisted it all the way around it would tick off an hour and then a really r- loud bell would ring that's why under beans pillow other pillow under pillow, Bean's pillow. Actually, it was under under Bean's pillow, plus two other pillows. Bean could still see, could still hear it under three pillows, but she didn't think her parents would being turned out her light and jumped into bed. She needed to go to sleep right away.
0: You're doing amazing, Peyton. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. Because she only had an hour before the timer would ring. Then she would twist it again for another hour. She would twist it four times and then it would go, it would be midnight. And she would get up and go outside kicked her sheets thinking about big and mean rope time people about the timing time time of waking up her parents, about sitting on her porch in the dark. She thought so much that when the timer rang, she only She had only been asleep for a few minutes. She twisted it again and went back to sleep. She twisted it again and went back to sleep. She twisted it again and went back to sleep. Danger makes them yawn. She twisted it again. No! Midnight. Time to get up. Very quietly, being put on her clothes. She stood still. She listened to make sure no one was awake. The only sound was her own breathing. Danger makes me laugh, she reminded herself. It was too, she was too tired to laugh. And anyway, if she laughed, her mom might wake up being sipped out of her brew and went downstairs. She stopped in her mom's office to borrow her. Phone, the one with the camera. Then and then she got a flashlight, the flashlight, and finally there was nothing else to do except go outside. front hallway, Bean took a deep breath. She got ready for the dark In cold. And maybe a big mean person, everybody else was cozy in their warm beds. Nobody knew what she was doing. She was all alone. All seven would never seem lonely. There was something weird about him. Bean decided she opened her door. The the porch looked regular but pancake court looked bluish-blackish and empty. Bean sat down on her top step and looked out over the the nighttime world. With this with its looming dark house houses and rustling dark trees, the yellow rope glowing in the light it, of the street lamp from Dino's chimney to Ruby's and grass and had made it in time, it hadn't grown, not yet. The night time world reminded her of L7's black and white world, even though it wasn't cold, being shivered. It wasn't the rope. It was the one. Quick, as Bean watched Ivy come quickly out her front door, she looked over at Bean's house and waved. Then she ran down her front stairs to the sidewalk, and around Pancake Court, and all the way to Bean's house. What the heck? To heck with L7 being thought as she watched A.V. run. To heck with laughing at danger. To heck with stopping tough. Ivy was great as hi. She whispered, "I mean hi." As she whispered, as Ivy came up the driveway, "How'd you get up?" Timer whispered. Ivy, sitting down beside me, bean. Me too. Is yours a tomato? Mm-hmm. good job
0: nope an egg said ivy she looked at the rope it hasn't gotten any longer bean scooted close to her i'm glad you came i want to see mr whoever did whoever tied the rope said ivy ivy you do what if he's big and mean asked bean maybe he'll be a little and nice i hope so said bean did they did some waiting and then they did some more waiting and then they did some huddling, then they did more waiting, and then their tushies fell asleep. They got to their feet and did some standing <sighs> <sighs> some stand up waiting. then they sat down and waited some more. Nothing happened. Bean put her head down to her knees for a while she the while she stretched on the while stretched on, she may have closed her eyes, and she opened them and looked across the street. The rope had grown again, bright and yellow across the street, and went under. Oh my goodness! Look, she fell asleep, and went under the teenager's car, Jake under under Jake the teenager's car, which was parked on the curb, at the curb. Then it went up Jake the teenager's lawn, and over the driveway up to Kalia's mailbox. Bean nudged Ivy. Wake up! It happened. I'm awake," said Ivy, even though she wasn't. She opened her eyes. "Wow," she said after a minute. "He must be pretty quiet, Mr. Whoever." "Yeah," said Bean. Mr. Whoever was quiet. He wasn't a big he wasn't big and mean, and that was an idea that came from being scared, and being scared came from not understanding why anyone would stretch rope around "'all over pancake Court. Bean didn't understand why either but she was sure now that it wasn't a mean person who'd done it alone. Suddenly she thought maybe it wasn't even a person maybe it was a creature from another world. She pictured something with long white rubbery fingers tying knots. Then she pictured a tiny man like a gnome carrying a rope as big as he was. Then for some reason she pictured a rabbit a rabbit with a hat and a yellow rope lasso. It could be anything tying that rope she said Ivy nodded. I know. Isn't that great? It could be any. It could be an invisible being. It could be a creature from another world. Said Bean with long white rubbery fingers. Yeah, said Ivy. Her face got dreamy. Or maybe the rope is the creature. Maybe it's trying tying itself. She looked at Bean like magic. Bean nodded. Maybe it's magic. <sighs> she leaned forward. To look at the rope and it was either a mystery or magic. Either way was fine. It's gonna get to my house soon. You'll have a, you'll have a mystery on your own front yard, said Ivy. A mystery in her own front yard, right in the middle of her PI office. Al Seven always wanted to try to solve mysteries, said Bean. That's what I don't get about him, he said. Why does he always want to solve them? You solve problems, but it's a mystery But a mystery isn't a problem, so why do you have to be solved? Sometimes it's a problem, said Bean. No, it isn't. Nobody's getting hurt or anything. It's a nice mystery. Bean nodded. That was true, but the rope moved from yard to yard. It wasn't doing anything bad. It just came in the night, and no one knew who did it, but that's what made it interesting. Ivy yawned. Yawns were catching, and Bean yawned, too and Ivy stood up. I'm going home. Okay, see you tomorrow. Bean watched until Ivy closed her door, and then she went upstairs to her own cozy bed. Chapter, The End of Their Rope. You didn't get him, yelled Trevor, when Bean came out of the house the next morning. You fell asleep, didn't you, said Ruby. You didn't eat- "'Did you even get up at all, Astino?' "'They crowded together, waiting for her on the sidewalk. "'I was up,' said Bean. "'Ivy and I were both up all night, "'sitting right on the porch, right there in the dark, "'without a single light,' she added to Trevor. "'Well,' said Prairie, she pointed to the rope on Kalia's box. "'Well, okay, we didn't see who did it,' Bean admitted. "'It was very strange and mysterious. "'One moment it wasn't there, and the next moment it was. "'We're thinking maybe it's some kind of white rubbery creature "'from another world.' Who comes every night with a piece of rope, and slithers through the, the bushes without making any sound? Ivy added, coming from the coming to the group. And then, cut it out, you guys," said Sophie. "S Yeah, cut it out," said Dino. He looked mad. But it's cool," said Bean. She tried to explain. It could be like a regular person, but then he'd have to be tiny, like a gnome or something. A gnome?" asked Dino. "Like a little creepy guy? That's not cool." Sophie S. put her hands on her hips. "'Listen, Bean, you said that you would catch Mr. Whoever.' "'You said.' "'Yeah,' said Trevor and Ruby and Prairie together. Bean tried again, but it could be magic. "'Right here in our own neighborhood. "'Isn't that the greatest? "'Zombies are magic,' said Dino, "'and they eat your brains. "'I think you guys watch too many scary movies,' said Bean. "'This is real life, and th- and it's our own, very own mystery, "'and it might be magic.' There was a silence. And then Trevor said, "'If we knew it was for sure magic, then it would be okay.' "'But we don't know what it is,' said Ruby. "'And we don't know why it's happening,' said Sophie. "'Right,' said Ivy, waving her hands in the air. "'That's what makes it a mystery,' said... "'That's what makes it a mystery.' She and Bean smiled at faces around them. Nobody smiled back. When Bean said, "'Okay, Bean,' Prairie said after a moment.' If you won't solve the mystery of the yellow rope, then we will. Sheesh, they were serious. Fine, said Bean. I'll solve it. I'll solve it. Meet me at the PI office after school. All day, Bean thought about magic and L7 and being a PI. And most of all, she thought about solving the mystery of the yellow rope. She thought about it during rug time. She thought about it during during drop everything and read she thought about it during mad minute math she even thought about it during recess but at the end of the day she still hadn't solved a thing the case was uncracked after school ivy and bean walked home and they walked very slowly then they walked backwards then they played straight jacket where you could could only turn while you ran into something it took a long time to get back to pancake court the closer they got, the slower they walked. What am I going to do? Asked Bean. I'm supposed to solve the mystery. Maybe you could say that the zombie ate your brain, Ivy suggested. Nobody can solve a mystery if your brain has been eaten. Dino and Ruby and Trevor and Sophia and Prairie were already sitting in the PI office on the lawn. We've made a decision, Trevor said as he saw Bean. Great, said Bean, making all the decision wearing decisions well, making all the decisions was wearing her out. "'The decision is that we should tell the grown-ups,' said Prairie. "'They never notice on their own.' "'Tell them what?' said Ivy. "'That some creepy, uh, creepy person is tying up Pancake Court,' t- cried t- Squeaked Trevor. "'What? That's not what's happening,' said Bean. "'That's a terrible decision,' said Ivy at the same time. "'We have to tell a grown-up,' said Sophie. "'No, they'll get all upset,' said Bean.' She looked over at the bright yellow rope almost to her yard until the rope and they'll untie the rope and throw it away. I'll catch whoever it is, said Dino. And yeah, if it's slithery and white like you said, they'll... Trevor made a blowing sound. And Ivy and Bean looked at each other with wild eyes, blowing up magic creatures in their yard. That was horrible. You'll hurt it, said Ivy. You said you were going to solve the mystery, Bean, said Sophia, but you didn't, and there's nothing else to do but tell the grown-ups. Next chapter, Crack. Bean rubbed her face for real this time. There had to be a way to keep them from telling the grown-ups about the rope, and she needed to think about it in three seconds. Ivy sniffed. Bean wondered what would happen if she tied herself in the rope, or they wouldn't blow up if they were inside, or would they? Ivy sniffed louder. Bean gave her a bug-eyed look. What? Ivy tapped herself with one finger. Bean pointed at Ivy. You? Ivy nodded. Bean lifted her eyebrows. Really? Ivy nodded again. Go ahead. Ivy was the most amazing person in the world. Bean smiled. Okay. She tried to remember exactly what Al Sevens had said the end isn't always pretty she began everyone looked confused what said ruby Bean sighed and she shook her head friends they break your heart i guess whose heart sophie w said what are you talking about bean grabbed ivy's arm and said loudly crime doesn't pay pal ivy fell to her knees you got me she wailed covering her face in her hands it was me i did it did what yelled dino Ivy looked between her fingers. I am Mr. Whoever, and I tied the rope. Oops. You are, asked Sophie S., Prairie and Trevor and Ruby together. You did? Ivy nodded and covered her face again. I did it. I'm sorry. No way, said Dino. Yes way, sniffed Ivy. How'd you get up on my roof, Dino asked, looking at her with narrow eyes. I, uh, I... Bean could tell Ivy was going to say something about flying quickly, so she interrupted. Ivy has a super long ladder at at her house. It was true. I do, said Ivy, and the painter left it by mistake. It's in the backyard. Didn't you say that that she was on the porch with you last night, Ruby said? How could she add that that new piece of rope when you were sitting right there? When she fell asleep, I snuck off the porch and tied a new piece to the ends. I lied. I lied to my friends. I buried my face. Ivy buried her face in her hands. Bean said sternly, I hope you've learned something from this young lady. Her parents said that all the time. I did, said Ivy. She lifted her face and looked at the distance sort of way. I'll never do it again. Okay, said Bean. I guess that's that. She looked at Trevor and Ruby and Prairie and Sophie S. and Dino. We're done, she said loudly. The end. Case cracked. Mystery solved. There was a pause. Then Dino said, but why? Why did you do it? To scare you, said Ivy. To terrify you. Sorry. There was another pause. I wasn't scared, said Ruby. Me neither, said Dino and Sophie S. together. They made snorty sounds. Like I'd be scared of a yellow rope, said Prairie. "'Yeah, it was dumb,' said Trevor. "'He got up. "'I'm going to go. "'I'm going. "'I got stuff to do. "'Me too. "'Me too. "'Yeah. "'Rope. "'Ha! "'Who's scared of rope?' "'One by one, they all walked away. "'Ivy and Bean watched them go.
1: "'They were scared.
0: Mm "'Mm-hmm. "'When they were finally alone, "'they looked at each other. "'That was good,' said Bean. "'That was really good. "'Ivy nodded. "'We saved the magical creature from doom. "'We are friends of magic.' Uh, Called loudly, and just in case of magic creatures were listening, Bean leaned in over the desk to take another peek at the yellow rope. But you know what? I think I'd better take this desk down, this desk and stuff down. I don't want my rope to feel crowded. Right? Said Ivy. That was a close one. Yes, said Bean. I don't want to be a pi anymore. I think I'll go back to being the person who makes up fortunes for fortune cookies. That's a good job, said Ivy. I'm still going to be a witch. All right, a fortune that says, you will soon meet a witch, and then you can come... Oh, sorry, you want to see? You will soon meet a witch, and then you can come out from under the table, and the fortune will be true, said Bean, and then everyone will want my fortunes." Ivy nodded. We'll be a team. It was nice to have the future all worked out. The end. Well. Kind of sad because that means there's only two books left. This Mm. is so sad. Uh, Mm -mm. Yeah, it is. Mm -mm. It's super-duper sad. We're not
1: throwing them away.
0: No, I know, but it's just like, oh my gosh.
1: (sighs) Okay,
0: we have to remind everybody what books to get. Mercy. Watson. Mercy Watson, the little piggy piggy, one through six. That's going to be our next book set. All right, say night-night. Night. And you guys, it's 11 o'clock because Peyton took a five and a half hour nap, and this girl, she's fallen back asleep, and I am gonna die because I'm so freaking tired. So, good night. Bye, peeps.